You're listening to the Apollo Podcast Network. Three, two, one. Liftoff will start in T-minus 10 seconds. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Hey, everybody. This is Craig Ackerman, TV play-by-play announcer for the Houston Rockets. What's up, everyone? This is Jackson Gatlin, host of Locked on Rockets. This is your boy, Heezy, a.k.a. Raheel Ramzanali. It's Sean from Shots and Thoughts. This is Will, a.k.a. Bias Houston. This is Chucky Brown, former NBA basketball player for the 1995 NBA champion Houston Rockets. This is Timoteo Keister. What up, what up? It's Roosh Williams, the Mastodon himself. What's up, Rockets fans? This is Hollywood Don Knock. This is Devin White, a.k.a. The Gentleman. It's your boy, Von Wafer. Hey, it's Matt Thomas, radio voice of the Houston Rockets. Five, four, three, two, one. We have ignition. This is Jonathan Sanford, public address announcer for your Houston Rockets. You're listening to The Summit State of Mind. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and you are now listening to The Summit State of Mind podcast. Presented to you by the Apollo Podcast Network. And is the podcast of Dream Shakes and Step Backs and everything Houston Rockets? Yes, yes we are. Yes we are. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. Can't you see that I'm a, a, exactly a pro at this? You know, I am I am the best at introducing, obviously. Don't need any help from the commissioner. But I am the GM, Justin, and besides beside me is the person who corrected me, the commissioner, Kenny. I wasn't, I, wasn't try, I wasn't trying to correct you. I just wanted to get our tagline in. Yes, think, yes, you, think, you were, we're very, very to. right about that. I forgot about the tagline. Yeah, we get, we get, uh, we, we get, this is how we get paid. We get paid through our tagline. <laughs> yes, every time we mention the word dream shakes and step acts, we get, a, we we get, get a penny. We yeah. get a penny. We get something. We get a nice little penny. Yeah, so we we're nice at 100 and this would be 115th episode. So that's $1.15 we have made. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. It's a beautiful no, well, thing. No, I wasn't trying. No, I wasn't trying to be rude. I'm, I apologize. You just you just skipped it, and I think it's just me being OCD. So I was just well, like, you are the person who's probably introduced 98 episodes, maybe a hundred plus. You're already I've, like, yeah, you had already. Moved I've done on. like maybe 12 to 15, maybe, no, maybe, maybe 15, maybe 20. I'll take the I'll take the over on 15. I'll take the over on 15. If anyone like, has listened to our podcast, and I promise you, no one will probably respond to this. <laughs> if you have listened to our podcast, would you please tell us? But I'm going to be completely transparent with you guys. We're probably not going to get an answer. Probably, probably, <laughs> probably not. But uh, if you guys already have, though, I mean, if you want to uh, tweet at us from the episode that we end up posting, which will be uh, today, which will be the Tuesday Tuesday morning release. Mm-hmm. But bottom line is it was a great it was a great intro. Just a little flub. It happens. It happens. I flub. We all flub. It just, happens. just a tad just bit. A just smidge. a smidge. I think it's just my OCD just, just mm-hmm. taking over at that point. But. I'm, yeah, man. No, all good. All good. I'm. I'm doing good. Uh, it was. A, it was a good day. It's Monday right now, and you know, it's it's a brand new week and uh, a a big week for the uh, for the summit brothers. Like mm-hmm. a big week for us. So we had already announced our show, our live show with uh, Matt yes. Thomas. Shout out to Sports MT. Uh, the radio voice of the Houston Rockets. Uh, the star Matt of the- Thomas show on yeah. 790 from 12 to 3, Monday through Friday. There you go. Hit him with the plug. Mm-hmm. So we already did the first um, announcement, and now we have two more announcements that are going to come. They're going to trickle in throughout the week. We're going to give it to y'all first, though. If you're listening to the pod, you'll get it before the Twitter and Instagram drops happen. And so if you downloaded our episode and listened to it, you'll be the first to hear it. We are going to drop our second announcement on Wednesday. We have not announced when we were going to drop the second announcement. So if you're listening to this episode, you'll know now that you'll wait in anticipation on Twitter for what announcement number two is. Maybe even a teaser. Possibly. Maybe yeah. even a teaser. So, But it's it's very exciting stuff. GM, what, what can you... We can't spoil the announcements, but what, what can the, the, our fans, our listeners look forward to in terms of the announcements? Um... Wednesday iconic maybe iconic legendary you know like something that is impactful Mm. in the sense um the third amount third announcement I would say something historical (laughs) 
something smooth, something that gets it done in the fourth quarter. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's very vague. Like I'm, I'm trying to like understand it from an outsider's perspective, and I could not solve it. Could not solve it for the life of me. You're probably gonna need Nicholas Cage to solve this one. If people have been focused, can't solve it. If people have seen us on Twitter. <laughs> Um, it, it's kind of out there if you see it, but you know, if if you pay attention, if you pay attention in between the lines, if you can read in between the lines, you'll between get the it, lines right? of our posts, yeah, you'll kind of have an idea about where we're headed. But um, you know, like it's awesome, and we cannot wait for you guys to see these two things. We're just very, very proud of everything that we do, and we're just excited to bring this all out to you. It, it, I think it's going to be awesome. We're very excited and. Um, very happy to see the the I guess the, the fruits of our labor fruits of our labor being go. shown. There you go. Um, I guess if I were to piggyback onto that, uh, I just want to add something slightly in regards to our two announcements. I guess for both announcements, it's the first ever that oh, we've yes, done. Absolutely. The first ever like official. So this will these next two announcements coming up are completely brand new brand new waters to us and we're so excited can't wait to to let y'all in on what's going on and and making everything public and we just can't wait we're super excited but like i said that's going to be happening later in the week so you know make sure you tap in tune in wherever you get your uh podcast wherever you get your social media outlets instagram twitter just keep following us keep uh listening to us and the announcements when the announcements drop you'll be the first to know so mm-hmm. we're very excited for you but gm today is a very special day we need to we need to say happy birthday, or I guess in your suggestion from earlier this morning, we should sing happy birthday to one, I was going to say Bruno Caboclo, but no, Bruno Fernando. And, and new rocket, Boban Marjanovic. Did you see the, the, the post on their Instagram? They were like, happy birthday to our guy, Bruno Fernando. And then the next one, happy birthday. Boban Marjanovic. <laughs> like, it reminds me so much of the uh, the Vince McMahon, where he, dra- where, uh, shout outs to all of our uh, listeners that are wrestling fans. Uh, on Vince McMahon's Twitter, every time there was a birthday, like, if it's, for example, John Cena's birthday, uh, he'll go something like, the, the, the example he has exemplified for 15 plus years has been nothing less than impactful. Uh, the amount of lives he's changed, the skills he garners in the ring, the five-star matches. You know, we just I just want to personally wish John Cena, my other son, a very happy birthday. And then when Shane McMahon's birthday comes up, he goes, happy birthday, Shane McMahon. Like, like literally, that's all it is. That's the second I he, felt it. He gives Shane McMahon the Zack Ryder treatment. Not that the Rockets love, not that the Rockets love Boban any less. It's just, hey, man. The, he hasn't donned the, the uniform yet. Exactly. But at the same time, you know, I think that if he stays, we're going to be very excited and happy to see him in a rocket uniform. Locker, locker room guy, locker room guy. But I want to take this opportunity to say happy birthday. Should we give a Should we give a quick sing? Should we? Sure. Okay. Five, six, seven, eight. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Boban and Bruno. Happy Happy birthday. Big finish. Happy birthday. birthday. Wow, this is not working. To you. You. Nope, can't get it. That that wasn't good. That, like, flatlined so quickly. Sorry, guys. Bottom line, happy birthday to... We were not in Sympatico. We were not. I expected so much better than that. (laughs) I wish you would bring our expectations down <laughs> We should be able to do it man. We've done 100 This is 115 We should be able to sing happy birthday at the very least I apologize it's, for disappointing you no, and, I was, and the rest of the fans I, I was not gonna. I was not going to give anybody the Marilyn I was not going to give Boban the Marilyn Monroe treatment I was not going to I was not going to say happy birthday Mr. President Not not today anyways mm-hmm. uh, That Those are specifically reserved for uh, one of Jabari or Jalen Hopefully in the future We'll see We'll see how it plays out We but, will see We will see for sure <laughs> Anyways, happy birthday to the both of them. Uh, great players. Can't wait to see what they're going to do this upcoming season. I hope Bobon stays. Uh, fingers crossed. I just think he's a good uh, culture uh, locker room leader too. I just, I, I hope he stays. I know he has his eyes on Hollywood right now, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm, I'm happy that you both of them are Rockets right now. That they that Bruno had signed and we acquired Bobon, and I wish them nothing but the best moving forward. And I can't wait to see them don a Rockets uniform. It's going to be fun. Uh, GM, let's go ahead and discuss the meat and potatoes of the episode right now. One, uh, the superstar of the Houston Rockets mm-hmm. as our cornerstone. Jalen Green has been making splashes and waves for all the right reasons whatsoever. He's been traveling. He traveled, actually. He did a Philippines tour sponsored mm-hmm. by Adidas, yep. which I thought was cool. But fun fact for 
the listeners that who do not know, we are Filipino. Shocker. Full-blooded. Shocker. Filipino. That is so, us. Yeah. Like yeah. how how is it how do you feel about that? Like like first of all, I, I just want to ask first from a personal perspective to see someone like Jalen Green uh, mm-hmm. touchdown it's his third from what I the, the articles that I've read and through his interviews it was his third trip mm-hmm. overall to the Philippines mm-hmm. his first time since 2018 so this is the first time he's actually done it and traveled to the home, motherland as a mm-hmm. NBA player as an mm-hmm. established NBA mm-hmm. player now which yeah. is why he's garnering so much more ways but how yeah. do you feel personally about um, him touching down on our uh, on our motherland the Philippines well how can I say this I'm gonna take it from the boy Max Kellerman if I had to pick someone to take the last shot for the for the country of Philippines, I am picking my boy Kai Soto what? as the greatest Filipino player of all time. God, I'm, I'm totally kidding. Heel turn. Totally kidding. Totally kidding, this guys. I, I, I had to do that. I had to pull my best Max Kellerman because, you know. Terrible. It's but terrible. Jalen Green. Let's, let's rewind it back. Jalen Green as a representation of the country and culture that is the Philippines and what he represents to people that is our blood and Filipino in general, it's an amazing feeling to have him not just in the league, but also as a member of the Houston Rockets. That is something that people don't really understand the pride that we feel and the impact that it just the impact it puts on us in terms of pride. You know, um, Jordan Clarkson's in the league as well. You know, and Jordan Clarkson's a great player, but Jalen Green is a certified stud. Yeah. And we believe that he is going to be a franchise cornerstone, multi-all-star superstar who could possibly garner an MVP or two in this league. He has that kind of potential. And... I don't even know what to say, man. Uh, these kids in Philippines that they don't really normally get to see players of that caliber, star players of that caliber. They get to see Jalen Green in his youth. He hasn't even started year two in the league. And I can only imagine the way that these kids feel. Um, full disclosure, the commission I have traveled to Philippines multiple times. And we have been in the, what we can say, the less fortunate areas where you do see kids playing street ball in slippers. And to me, seeing those kids being able to experience a time with a guy like Jalen Green not just makes an impact on them, but it makes an impact on them in their life, man. That's an opportunity that an experience that no one can take away from them. And you see the smiles on these kids' faces, and that's the kind of impact that Jalen brings, not just you know to the kids but to everybody. And it's kind of a reflection of who he is as a person and his commitment to bringing the Filipino culture and NBA, like, merging. So to me, it's an amazing thing, man, and... I'm just very happy and full of pride to have Jalen Green in Philippines representing the country. And I truly hope that the country does give him and shower him the respect, the love, the adulation that he deserves. Because he's going to be that guy. If they don't hop on that train now, trust me, they will soon. And we've been on that train since the beginning. And we're just very, very excited and happy, man. Yeah, no, uh, I agree 100% with what you're saying. And... I just want to uh, piggyback upon what you were saying in regards to the trip. For for us, for our culture, and for what we represent, the number one sport in the Philippines is is basketball, and it's it has been and it always will be. I mean, the 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 running gag between me and my brother has always been uh, we bring a football to Philippines mm-hmm. because people don't really know what American football is, or like we take a football to throw around, or maybe even like a baseball because they don't they don't know. They really the overwhelming sport. That is that you'll see just everywhere in the Philippines is a basketball court. So I guess just see Jalen Green there is just really cool. But not only that, like it's it's not it's not enough for just the Filipino children to see Jalen Green in that type of environment. But the fact that okay, like they've seen Kobe, they've seen past stars, they've seen Michael, they've seen 
past NBA players like travel the Philippines, even play, even play in the Fili- some maybe in some of the Philippine games and some of the stadiums that they have there. Mm-hmm. I but mean, the Rockets see, were there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But to see their own flesh, like to see someone that represents them, to see somebody that is like their their race, that that is proof that you can succeed if you just work hard at it. Even Jalen Green on. Uh, you know, talking about your your favorite player in the world, Kai Soto, he said he said, you know, does he believe that Kai Soto could be? The question was, do you believe do you believe Jalen Green that Kai Soto is uh, capable of making the NBA? Jalen Green said, absolutely. You know, the the bottom line here at the bottom line here is that he needs to go into the lab and he needs to be able to do the work. He said, Jalen Green just said it best. You know, if you go to the lab and continue to work, you're gonna make it. And he even said, I'm not saying this verbatim. This is just based on what I remember. He said something along the lines of, Look, everyone's journey is different. Jalen Green was the number two overall pick. Kai Soto wasn't not drafted in the NBA. Now, I'm not just saying for Kai Soto, but for any any Filipino kid that is has the dream of making it to the NBA is now seeming more now seems more plausible just by Jalen Green's presence, just by being there in the Philippines, showing them what what he's capable of when you put the hard work. Now I know the running joke, oh not even the running joke. The whole thought process during this entire offseason was: Is Jalen Green even working on his game? Like, is he even in the gym? I think I think based on the videos that you see, based on the work that he's done, based on the the way that his body is framed more now, I guarantee he gained like four or five pounds, mm-hmm. and. I think that you can tell that he obviously puts in the work in the gym and, and you're now starting to see it. And and I love that he was able to travel to the Philippines because it really, it struck such a chord with me. And I think all my Filipino listeners that are listening to our podcast, it should strike a chord with you as well. Just because you've we've never had this. Like Jordan Clarkson was, yeah, Jordan Clarkson's great. He's awesome. Just to echo upon the sentiments that you said earlier, Justin, but... He's not Jalen Green. Jalen Green, I guarantee you at some point in his career, I can't guarantee an MVP, but I can guarantee you he's going to be a scoring champ. He's going to be a scoring champ at least once. Like, I can guarantee that. So His bag is just ridiculous. The bag is, the bag is endless, and he's a scorer, and if he scores with confidence, there's nobody that can stop him. And I think as long as he continues to develop those moves, he's going to be unstoppable. So the fact that he actually took time, like literally, like this is – early to mid-August, mm-hmm. like in a few weeks, he has to go to training camp. Like he made time to go home, to go to his roots, his motherland, go back based on where his mother lives and not just be there for a day to say hi, take a few pictures and dip. He was there for a whole week. Mm-hmm. Like he totally immersed himself in the environment. He even visited, I think I think it was Yagos or Logos uh, in um, Philippines where his mom was from Mm -hmm. so he got to even just see the his mom's roots and where she grew up so i think that's just that's just awesome like this is the stuff that you just won't see like it won't make espn news it won't make you know adrian wojanowski is not going to report that jalen green did all that but we know that he did it and we're we're going to be the extension of that being the only all filipino uh at least rockets podcast as far as we know there could be other ones that we really don't know but as far as we know we're the only Filipino Rockets podcast. So I just want to say and put it out there that this is such a, a huge deal for us, a huge deal for our culture, and it's a big win for the country of the Philippines. And Jalen Green, his presence there gives hope, it gives drive, it gives motivation to all the Filipino kids that want to succeed, in, whether it's in the NBA, whether it's in the um, PBA, or whether it's in life. I think his presence there gives the power to these children to know that they can succeed as long as they work hard at it. So I love Jalen Green's message as long as he was there. And he even said, he said, anyone can make the NBA. It shouldn't matter about your height. Go to the lab, go to work, be the hardest working player in the gym, and you'll make it. Like that is, what better, what more can you say? Jalen Green for president, man, hands down. <laughs> so that's over, what I mean. That, over Manny Pacquiao. Oh, easily by far. Mm-hmm. President of the Philippines. Yeah. Jalen Green. He's already the ambassador in his rookie year. Like I think that's just really cool just to see. So I, I really wanted to spotlight that. Tired of the same old anime tees, tired of the Malcor look, that first colony Malcor look? Don't you want to see some older classic animes getting some love as well? Well, be sure to check out the brand Day Off for your retro anime goods from animes like Macross and Neon Genesis Evangelion to Cowboy Bebop, My Hero Academia, and one of my personal favorites, Demon Slayer. So Day Off is your source for anime-induced graphic mayhem. So use code 
Day Off Summit for a 10% discount at dayoff.shop. That's D-A-Y-O-F-F dot shop. So make sure to go through, grab a t-shirt, and meet us at the summit. Hey, it's Matt Thomas, radio voice of the Houston Rockets. If you're not listening to Summit State of Mind, you're not a Rockets fan. Booyah. Also, to, to continue on to this topic, though, GM, from what we've seen also from the Philippines and what we've seen Jalen Green and what the impact that he's made uh, while he was in the Philippines, mm-hmm. do, what do you think the future holds for Jalen Green and his continued partnership with the Philippines? And wh- what do you, where personally would you want to see it go? Like, how far do you want it to go? Does he play for Team Philippines? You know what I mean? Like, what, was, what, was, wasn't that something that he did before? I think he did. I think he, he did. did at one point, but um, maybe think, like in 2018. Did, but I don't know. But now to I be mean, an established NBA star. Absolutely. I so mean, what do you carry think? that team? But um, to be honest with you, I have no idea. I don't have any expectations in terms of the international team because I don't know exactly what or who is allowed to play on these international teams anymore. It's a little different now. They changed the rules. Considering well, Clarkson the played for Clarkson played but for Philippines. I don't Philippines. know if they have, still have quote unquote pro or amateur status. I don't recall anymore. I don't. I don't remember. I'll, I'll look I, it up. I do not. But pay attention. To any of that but no, stuff. no. But 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 just regard. Yeah. I mean, even if you don't think it's going to go mm-hmm. that far, though. But what are your expectations in regards to his partnership with Philippines? I just believe that the impact that he will make, not just as a professional player with a Filipino background and roots, will impact. But I'm just hoping that. When we do win in Houston, and Jalen Green is leading us to right, tell him. Let division, him know. you Let know, him know, winning the division to getting us to the conference finals, to the NBA finals, and hopefully one day winning it all, we will see more Rockets jerseys in Philippines than the Los Angeles Lakers or the Golden State Warriors. Because I'm gonna be completely transparent with you guys, and people might not want to hear this, but Philippines is there's a lot of fair weather fans and people in Philippines they only get to see the players that are exposed internationally by the NBA. And that's not and that's and, not that's not their, that's fault. Not their that's fault. That's not their fault. It's not their fault, yeah. but that's all they're exposed to. So when they when you do see a lot of LeBron Laker jerseys or you see a lot of Steph Curry jerseys or Kevin Durant at this moment in Brooklyn jerseys that is because the NBA chooses who they expose internationally. And when Jalen Green becomes that guy, the Houston Rockets will be exposed a lot more internationally than they are currently, even more so at the time than when there was an MVP, James Harden, in Houston. So what I'm hoping for is that it will build that partnership, that exposure. It will give... Philippines, another team to root for, and a team with roots that they can root for, because Jalen Green is on this team, and that prospect of it all is truly exciting to me, and when we do eventually go back home to the Philippines, whenever that is, and maybe later when Jalen Green has been to the All-Star game multiple times, Maybe when we walk the streets of Philippines and in the malls or wherever we are at the beach, we won't see Steph Curry jerseys anymore. They will be number four, Jalen Green, with Houston posted on the chest in Philippines. And that is the type of magnitude and exposure and impact that I truly believe that Jalen Green can bring because of his marketability, his charm, his style of play. No one can touch him in terms of athleticism, work ethic, and just as a wonderful person overall. And all of that is just extremely exciting to me, man. I can't even fathom the feeling of excitement and just passion and pride that I feel when I see that guy in the court. And I mean, I'm not normally a guy that's very expressive. Ask, ask the commish, man. 
I don't always give him the reaction I want. Not, no, 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 no. Not no. Over you want to backtrack you know? to episode 114 and you'll see just how crazy he gets during the Warriors game. I had to calm him down. He was going too nuts. I was like, bro, <laughs> come on, calm down, man. You're doing a little too much now. But yeah, but Kenny, you know what? I do want to talk about this, though, because uh, your favorite Houston Rocket was mentioned. Daniel, bring it to the house. For the house. You know? Why did you have to make him sound? I don't know. For I, the host. I couldn't help it. For the host. For the host. For the host. For the like host. Shout out from, to my Canadians. Like he's from Can- from Canada. Or but, uh, Minnesota. Um, yes. My okay. favorite state. I, I think I know where you're headed, though, but, but go yes, ahead and finish it. I, I just want to know how you feel about that comment, considering. You Which know, comment again? Um, You know, what, what Jalen Green, Green said? was talking yeah, yeah. about his respect for a player of the likes of Daniel House. Um. You know, like in terms of getting that number finally and how he truly feels about that number and how much it means to him. And do you believe that wearing a number behind your back that means a lot to you, it affects the way you play and it makes you want to, like, be even better? Um, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll open it up with with, this, with the quote that Nick Anderson said after uh, game one, 45 and 23. And that was enough to trigger Michael. Michael said 45 just... After a while, it felt weird. So he decided to go back to 23 in game two. And I think that does have an impact on a player in the way that he plays, especially if you have an importance. If there's a, a if there's a, a major importance to the to the number that you are, which may not mean a lot to the casual or to the naked eye of a person that doesn't play or doesn't, or, you know, just more or less just doesn't, I mean, doesn't play obviously professional or anything of this magnitude. But I think for Jalen's perspective, I, I mean, I, I get it. I get it 100%. He wants to be able to wear the number that he's worn for his entire life. And there's there's mass importance to it. It's a very personal number to him. Obviously, he ended up not going to blows, but obviously he hit a roadblock with Daniel House, who had his own importance for the number four. I, I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't fault daniel house for doing for doing what he did or for for wanting to keep the number jalen green is he he was a rookie at the time he had to prove it i think he did prove it i think overall what what this should mean for the for himself though is that the fact that he inherit not just only did he inherit this number but like i think number four jalen green is going to be just a, a different animal i think fully like Based on what what we've seen on the reports, based on the way he's talked about it, based on the way that he's been interviewed on the uh, the off season workouts, I think overall from what you're gonna see, you're gonna see greatness from this number four. And to backtrack on what I said earlier, you know, forty five isn't forty five isn't twenty three. There's just something about the comfortability that. Even Michael was saying, like, Michael, yeah, the excuse was like, okay, yeah, that was enough to, to make it, you know, what, what is the saying Michael said? Oh, and then it became personal with me, right? So he turned number 23, but he did he did say right after, he said, 45 wasn't feeling natural anymore. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm and i sure for a whole season, Jalen Green had to go f- for a whole season for number zero, just feeling just a little awkward on, on the, you know, on his back and on his front. Yeah, there's certainly a confidence feeling, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, th- I think just, I think mm-hmm. just overall, though, mm-hmm. Daniel House... <laughs> I mean, I have nothing to say in regards to Daniel House. Just Daniel House is a goofball, but he's a goofball. <laughs> Former High Tower Hurricane, yeah, that's, Fort that's Bend, maybe represent. Yeah. Shout out to our boy John Jordan, who knows Daniel House. You know, shout out to, to, to Devin White, who probably who's probably crossed paths with Daniel House at some point. Also, Jay Lubos, our boy. Yeah, they know Daniel House is, but like, yep. I, I think just. I mean, Jalen Green, he was patient, he was respectful, and he was he, he gave just the best response he could give. You're not going to expect him to go, yeah, I wanted my number, but that that fool down your house would be a punk ass. You know, you ain't going to expect anything like <laughs> I that. Think, I think He's that like, was a very mature did response. You, I was like, did you want Jalen Green to be like, yo, man, that dude's a jive turkey. No, no. I should have taken mean, that number. A you know? part of us would, would have loved to hear it, you know? I mean, yeah, He's not like that. You no, know, of course not. He's a and businessman. I, I think, Jalen I think Green is smart. I think it's really great that... Um, you know, Jalen showed respect to the player. Even though we may feel some type of way about Daniel House, we don't know him as a person. We don't know the impact that he had in the locker room. We know the impact he had in 2020, which was extremely negative. But can't judge. The, we can't judge him for what he did. That. Yeah, you're talking about Daniel House, right? Daniel House. Yeah. yeah so, so wait, are you talking um, about the impact he had? The impact, the impact he had in, in the, the locker room, in the present locker room. Yeah. In the in the in that no yeah, but in the 2020 locker room, he wasn't a presence at all in that 2020 locker room. He was kicked off. 
Yeah, there was no was, presence was in that put locker in room. Quarantine. In second in second round, there was no presence by Daniel House. <laughs> he was not present during, in, in the second round, so yes. he just wasn't there. We will not get into yeah, it. We were not going to get into but, that. But you know, actually, you can backtrack to if our you old podcast. go to our very very first yeah. episodes when the Rockets were in the playoffs. You can get our full opinion on it. You can hear that like, we have an episode on our opinion on Daniel House when we. When he was kicked out, it's probably episode three, four, five, six. It's, it's seven, one of the maybe. first. It's one it's of one of the first few. So I just, don't remember. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give you. No, the it's number. probably like in the first twenty. Because I know we we still recorded during the regular season when Kelly Olynyk decided yeah. to go off. And, Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, but like, what about you though? I'm gonna backtrack the question back to you now. Uh, mm-hmm. What do you think overall about Jalen Green inheriting that number? Like, what I'm you happy think about, about it, it, man. I, I think number four is such an aesthetically cool number. That's just my opinion, though. Really? I mean, a lot of greats you, were you, number four. You've never Four was never. You never it's thought not, it four was aesthetically. It's you, not that my was thing. Never your number, number number nine is my number. Number twenty four is my number. But twenty four has never, a four in it. But wait, wait a minute. I'm so confused. You've never mentioned this to me before. You never oh, tell me before when you told me Luis Cola. Oh, Luis Cola wears the number four. That looks really great on him. You never said that. I don't. I what don't think it, it has to be about? mentioned in the sense of like every number that I think is appealing. Because I can tell you every number I think is appealing on a jersey. Do you want me to mention? No, I do not want you to mention it. I'm number just one, saying. number three, number four, number seven, number nine, oh my God. number 10, number 13. Oh my God. Can you stop? Number 17, number 24, number 21, number 45, number 33, 34. Okay. See, I'm going to literally gonna take your mic away. I'm going to legit take your mic away. Wait, but I'm so confused. You just, uh, okay, well, if you're going to say number four, look, 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 this is a battle. I'm sorry. I will die on this hill. You've never told me, and you've never told me, Luis Scola sure looks great in that number four jersey. I'm going to tell you this. You better, you people, better give love. People that are listening right now have never really heard Kenny and I argue. This is probably the very first time. This is actually really are us being brothers has truly is, come out on the podcast. like every day, though. This we are, we are very stuff. good about presenting ourselves in a decent manner, but today is not the day. Wait, okay, can we at least <laughs> give flowers to Luis Scola for the way I'm going to I never said he didn't did he he flowers. Good. He looks good in the number four. He looked great. His hair was immaculate. But does the number, number four look but great? But does the number four look aesthetically Charles pleasing? Barkley look good in the number four? Okay, that's all I'm saying. Well, we all know Barkley looked good in the number four, but I'm just saying, like, Luis Scola was, like, the last major besides Daniel House that wore the number what need to really do is pull up the clutchfans.net and remember back in the day he has a list of every player that wore a number for the rockets and if i can get that list dave i need that list number who are all the players that were number four for i've just never heard i'm sorry like we're literally like i'm not even arguing with you i've just never heard you say that four what do you want me to say it's aesthetically pleasing only Look, that's on, Luis Scola. only on Jalen Green okay no but when we say we, that can we at least give love to Luis Scola that Luis Scola always him. got love from me okay I'm just making sure okay all right okay let's let's move on let's move on before we before I get really upset not really not really upset I'm not really upset but let's just let's just move on let's just agree to disagree it's perfectly fine I'm just saying number four okay we can both agree to four is aesthetically pleasing on Jalen Green absolutely okay that's fine I, I can live with that but I've, I've just never heard you say number four. Okay, okay. I, I digress. Let's move on. <laughs> GM, there was a signing that happened uh, l- late in the week last week. Uh, the Rockets, a very surprise signing of uh, one Willie Cauley-Stein, WCS. And, and as WCS got signed, I gave a big, giant WTF in the process. <laughs> I didn't know what the deal was. And I, I'm going to give you my opinion. I, I, I just have to get it out first, and then I'm going to hand it off to you. Mm-hmm. The signing of Willie Cauley-Stein legit now scares me. Do you know why it scares me? Because it hurts Usman Garuba's chances. It hurts Usman Garuba's chances. But he's just he's just a training camp invite. He's a training camp invite, yeah. but you just never you just never know. Well, all, I mean, it, it all varies based on impact, and also wait and see his impact um, in the locker room during the preseason in training camp. You know, if if he does more for them in the locker room than what an Usman Garuba does, because he's not even playing anyway. That's what I'm saying. I can understand, but I think this is going to be more so between. Willie Colley Stein and Boban, because I would say this. Well, Bruno Fernando would be ahead, right? Absolutely, I think okay. Bruno. But okay. at this point, if it was up to Silas, um, Usman Garuba is etched as the backup center, correct? But actually, I wouldn't even say that. It should probably be Jabari Smith. Yeah. I think we're going to see a lot of Jabari Smith at the five. Yeah, small ball five. Um, absolutely, I, I think we're going to see a lot of that. But I'm going to say this though, um, with the fact that this signing is just showing to push Usman. But where do I see Usman being? In the G League. He's going to start in the G League because he can't get any PT right now. The backup five is going to be between Boban and Bruno Fernando. And 
I'm not saying that Bruno's going to get cut. I don't think Bruno's a scrub. Shout out to our boy, the professor, Chris Rodriguez, who is the biggest Usman Garuba lover, <coughs> hater, just kidding, of him. I'll never agree with you on that. But yeah, anyway, he, on. if anyone wants to know, he made us, he bet me a steak dinner oh, that man, Usman Garuba will be cut oh, you're putting this by line. the Rockets. Well, people already know this. Yeah, no, it's fine. This it's is common funny. knowledge. It's funny to me. And if the Rockets don't cut Usman Garuba, I get a steak dinner. So you need Usman to stay. Okay, I'm just telling you this right now, Raphael Stone. I know we you are a friend of the podcast, good friend. Wink, wink. Patrick Fertitta, wink, wink. Don't cut the man, because if you trade him, then at least it's moot. We agreed. Only cut is what makes this eligible. But anyways, beside the point. All I'm saying is that. The signing of Willie Cauley Stein just breeds competition amongst the team. And it's good because the team needs it. Usman Garuba should not feel like he's entitled to the backup five. Bruno Fernando played very well during his short stint as the backup five. So I think it's great. I really do want to see these four guys kind of battle it out in training camp. Actually, yeah, four because we're not going to include Opera and Shangun. Yes, yes. But yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Okay. I think in regards to the Willie Cauley Stein signing, I like I – like the signing of him and the possibility of what he can provide just because of the fact that he is a solid seven-footer that can dunk it over the top. I think that means a lot in terms of what today's NBA represents. Is he going to be Clint Capella 2.0? Definitely not. I don't expect him to be. I don't expect Willie Cauley-Stein to be that. But what if Willie Cauley-Stein can be a pseudo-JaVale McGee? Like, if he can even be that. If he can be that... I'm not going to say kiss kiss Usman Garuba goodbye, but I'm going to say kiss his PT goodbye, at least this season. Especially if Willie Cauley-Stein is looking to make mm-hmm. an impact. Look, he's definitely going to be in the G League. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. but this is a player that's, look, he's played seven years in the NBA. He's on his going to be on his eighth year. Mm-hmm. He's a, a seven-foot guy. He is a legit, without shoes, seven-foot guy with a wingspan of 7'3". He's 28 years old. His best year was in 2017. I mean, he had he averaged 13 points on 50% shooting. 13 and 7 with 2.4 assists. Like, like it's not... It, it's nothing to sneeze at. He hasn't really done much. He only played two games in 2021 uh, with the Sixers. I don't expect much from him, but... This is a player that's, I mean, look, he was touted. He was the sixth overall pick in the draft. Like, mm-hmm. if you, these types of players have pride. Yeah. They want to prove themselves. And this is could be a redemption story for someone like a Willie, uh, like Willie Cauley-Stein. His opportunity to make an impact on a team that could use his tools. The over-the-top dunking tools, just a rim runner, someone that can just set a good hard screen going to the rim, dunk the ball, and just a solid seven-footer that can block shots. I think that's all that this Rockets team needs. Mm-hmm. The floor would just open up so much more. He is actually very much a prototypical center that you would probably want on this type of team, at least as a backup behind an opera in Shangun who doesn't play over the top. It, yes. It's nice to have yes. that yes. as another secondary option, someone like KPJ that he can lob it to. So do I want? Do I think it's great for the storyline of WCS? Absolutely, I think it's great. I hope he does pretty good. But do I want? But does he do well at the expense of cutting Usman Garuba? He should not. I just think it's terrible because I'm sorry. I'm gonna pivot real quick to Usman Garuba just for, just for a second. It's not smart. You you why would you? Well, you're. I don't think they're gonna ever release him. I don't think they're gonna release him. I think that's just the ultimate. That is that like that's the ultimate shot in the foot. Just because there's a, there's he was a, a lot of potential. There. Well, he's a first round pick. Mm-hmm. You're not just gonna release him outright. Run, nah, be, don't tell that to uh, okay. Well, some other people. I'm just saying it's a first round pick, and you don't want to swallow the salary of that first round pick. And it just doesn't look. It just isn't smart, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Mm-hmm. Um. And Usman Garuba is still a baby. Like, he's still yeah. super young. He's they like still 20. have the option of whether they could even... He has a team option Yeah, he has team options. Three. So they so can, they can yeah. take the flyer, and if they don't want him, then they don't even have to pay him. Exactly. Like, they can keep him on the roster or trade him because he still has options. You never know. If he becomes a serviceable player, do you want to be the guy that cut him? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, exactly. I don't think that they should. That's even, not a bad look. Like, it's like, not a good Willie look on Cauley, Like, Willie Cauley-Stein's success shouldn't hinder any of Usman Garuba's progress. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. th- those two should totally not be parallel. Like, they shouldn't be interwoven within each other at all. If anything, WCS's success actually hinges more or less on Boban's mm-hmm. uh, success with this team and whether or not he's actually going to be kept. I think, I think, I think that's I where think the battle fighting lies. for that yeah, vet I think that's spot where the battle lies. that'll get, you know, spot minutes if need be. 
Um, it just varies based on matchup to matchup. Because, you know, Bobon will come in only if it's, like, really necessary in terms of matchups. He can get you, like, 10 points in the matter of, like, 8 minutes. And, like, not even an 8-minute span uh, together. It's, like, separated 4 minutes at a time. <laughs> you know? I'll take it, man. I'll yeah. take it. If, yeah, the, if, if I can get Bobon, give me, give me Hustle. Give me hustle mm-hmm. versions of Bobon and yeah. you'll just be a monster. Yeah. I, I just I just I don't know. I think overall though, from what I see from Willie Colley Stein, I, I like the signing after I took a step back and thought about it. Haha, step back, James Harden. Shouts to you, James Harden. But I just think overall from this from what this team and the needs that they have, Bruno Fernando is a is a good solid signing. You know what he's gonna provide in the locker room, the presence that he brings. The Willie Colley Stein, like you said, it just breeds the competition factor in it. And Willie Colley Stein gives you some of the intangibles that Alperin won't be able to give you. That's just sheer God given. <laughs> that's just sheer God given the ability to jump over the rim. Like that's mm-hmm. that's just nothing you can do about that. So I'm excited about the Willie Cauley Stein signing, and uh, I know the GM is. Eh, I mean, I'm not like super excited, but I'm somewhat excited. I know the GM is somewhat excited as well. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens in terms of training camp, which is going to be happening next month. By the way, guys, we are literally two months away from the start of the season. Le- less than two months away from the first preseason game of the season, which is going to be October 2nd against San Antonio. The GM and the GM and commission, we will be there. We have we are already making our presence felt. We will be at game one of the preseason. But with that said, GM, let's close right here on this topic because I just think it'd be fun and, and, and totally different and a good way to kind of get everyone prepped and excited for the upcoming season. Their schedule has not been released as of yet. There's been little trickles here and there. They announced Phoenix versus Dallas. They announced Golden State versus the Lakers because if Golden State could face anybody, it has to be the LA Lakers, man, the number 10 seed in the West. Like, I mean, come on, Justin. It has to be. Nothing breeds, you know, mediocrity than NBA scheduling. Scheduling the Los Angeles Lakers or New York Knicks in prime time to get the ratings up. Um, and feed them to a team that has championship caliber. Yeah, and I'm just sounds very, I mean, very on um, on brand on brand for yeah. the NBA. Man. It's, it's okay. That's perfectly fine. It should lead to an 0-1 start for the Lakers. So at the mm-hmm. end of the day, I'm perfectly fine with it. But I think it'd just be fun for us to do. Uh, just it's just real quick. Just a, just a little prediction. What do you think? Give me the opener to the Rockets NBA season. Who, if you were to pick one team that we could play? to mm-hmm. start the season. Pick the one team that you would like to see us play against and would you like to play that against that team home or away from home? Ooh, man, that's a hard question. Because mm. I'm not just thinking about uh, us playing at home or away. I'm also thinking about what we oh, could yeah. be doing during oh, those Oh, yeah, games. you already know my answer. So that's why I'm already <laughs> thinking about that. Oh. <laughs> um, personally, what I would like to see, honestly, I want to see us... Okay, I hate to say this, um, I kind of want us to play this to start the season away from home against the West Coast team. I like the start of Rockets after dark at a nine nine thirty start. You know, um, I don't know. Sometimes I just didn't really enjoy late night basketball uh, personally. Um, but I, I, I personally, what I would want to see the Rockets open up the season in the Clippers new arena. Oh right? yeah, Do they have a new arena. Is it opening this year? Or I, I don't know. I don't. I don't even know. I'm going to Honestly, because I want to see John Wall play against the Rockets. Wow, That's just my, I did not think about that. That is just what I want to see personally. Um, there's no storyline there. If you want to go storyline, you got to go Detroit versus Houston, Cade v Jalen, or Rockets v Orlando, Paolo versus Jabari. Dude, that stadium ain't gonna be ready till 2024. Okay, but anyways. You are like two years away from that. <laughs> two years away from being two years away. Two years away. Shout out to Bruno Caboclo. So wait, so who's who's opening? So who'd you pick? Oh, so you picked the Clippers. Regardless, in the, the Clippers. Clippers. Okay. Yeah, at, in, at, at Crypto not, Arena. Yeah, I was like, not Staples. Not mm. anymore. Not the house that Kobe built. Um, Unfortunately. Final, final answer, you're happy? I like that. That's crazy. I did not think about final the John answer. Wall matchup. That's just for me. That's just mm. for my own personal, because I really was a big fan of John Wall before he came to Houston. Um. And I wanted to support him when he was here, but I already knew Harden was at the door. I couldn't cheer for him in the same manner of how I cheered for him when he was in Washington, personally. Fair enough. But I want yeah. to see him play against Houston. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, I completely respect the matchup. This is, to me... Oh, man. Oklahoma okay. City. I mean, yeah, if I want an, if I want an auto win. <laughs> touche, touche. <laughs> Shots fired. No, nah, no, nah, I, don't, I don't hate OKC. We just seem to play very well against them. I don't know what it is. We just seem to have their number. I don't know what it is. But 
because this guy is my son, and because Ooh. I love him dearly, dearly. Wow. Jabari Smith Jr. Mm-hmm. is a that's my boy. That's my son. I, I that that's my rookie of the year. That's my forty percent three point shooter. The man that can play two way basketball. The second coming of a uh, Kawhi Leonard. I would like to open the season. I want to see Orlando versus Houston in Orlando. Of course you do. I want like like, like that would be <laughs> everyone the, wants to see that. That would be yeah. That would be decision like number one. Mm-hmm. Decision number two actually. Why I, I think is actually going to be very underrated um and i don't think that this is a very low chance this is not gonna happen like like a 0.1 percent chance of this happening maybe i would love to open in the garden i would love to open in madison square like i would love that like just to put jalen green and and just think about it put jalen green and jabari in the light of new york to open the season that'd be dope that would be in insane terms of history yeah and, on top of that and then mm-hmm. think of the matchups on top of it dude rj barrett mm-hmm. rj barrett versus Jalen Green, Julius Randle versus Jabari Smith. Like, there's actual matchups to be done here. Like, True. that's that's cool. That's 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 very like there's fair. there's underlying like matchups to be played. And mm. I would love for, to see someone like a KPJ, a Jalen, Alperin Shangun, a Jabari Smith Jr., Atari Eason under those under the Mecca, dude. Like to open the season, that would be so freaking cool. Like, just imagine. Yeah. I don't even know the last time that the mm. Rock. I mean, has the Rockets ever opened? In the garden? I, I don't think An so. An NBA season in the garden? Like, that would just so. be so cool. Like I, like I said, it's like a 0.1% chance of that happening. It's yeah, just, not happening. It won't happen. Mm-hmm. But personal decision for me, like, selfishly speaking, uh, for my love for Jabari Smith, of course, Orlando would be the matchup. Mm-hmm. But if it's just any team out of any of the 29 other teams that exist, it mm-hmm. would be New York. I would love to open in the garden. I think that would be Touché. such a great game. Personally, I'm going to disagree with you in terms of why you would want to have Jabari Paolo play game one. I want them to get comfortable. Oh, you want to wait till like game 45, game 50, huh? Not like game 25. Because oh. I want to see them play Yeah, when they're more, more established. comfortable okay. in the yeah, offense. You're right, you're right. You're right. I want to see an offensive, like, I want to see two offensive juggernauts in both completely different areas. You know, I mean, I would love to see Jabari knock like five to six threes against Orlando to be like, yo, you should, you passed on me. You know, I fully expect him to do it too. Yeah. And yeah. Paulo is going to play hard because, you know, he wants to show up and show up from Orlando. He has nothing to prove against Houston. Houston didn't have a chance to pick him. They didn't no, sign him. No, definitely not. So it's just more so different motivation for these guys. Um, personally, but that's just what I want to see. Okay. Know? No, no, no offense to your answer. No, I take a hundred percent offense to your answer. I'm, I'm, I'm on, uh, to quote Mr. Feeney from Boy Meets World. I am on, we are on opposite sides of the fence tonight. I am not agreeing with you whatsoever on anything. So, uh, okay. Yes, sir. All right. Yes, sir. That's where I stand right now. Mm-hmm. By the way, the, uh, we are not getting paid by this by any means, but I'm going to give a shout out to Pod Meets World. That's a gr- if you like Boy Meets World, the TV show, you will love Pod Meets World. I listen to podcast. every episode. I've listened to every episode. So anyway, sorry. That's that's the only side plug that I'll make on it, just because it's. Uh, I just mentioned it opposite sides of the fence, like Mr. Feeney. Just a nice little reference for you. So that's my only. That's my. That's my lone plug in the episode that I'll give towards uh, Pod Meets World. Maybe the only time I'll ever reference it. But go ahead and check them out. But. GM, that's going to go ahead and close this out, our, this episode out here, episode uh, 115. So, wow, we are 115 episodes in, and like we said earlier, there's going to be tons of announcements, two more uh, very groundbreaking announcements in terms of our podcast, and we just can't wait to pump that out to y'all throughout the week. Like I said, if you're the first listeners here, you'll get the news before Twitter. What is it? Uh, pod gets, what is it? Uh, oh, not podcast saw it first or whatever. Podcast mm. heard it first. You're yeah. going to get the announcement on Wednesday. Wednesday morning will be the second announcement drop. Very excited to push that out for you. GM, any uh, last words before we uh, wrap shop and go home here? Um, You know, just keep an eye on the timeline. Keep an eye on the timeline and make sure, guys, keep your plans open for Sunday, August 21st. Because I'll give the got, plug. We got a good friend joining us on a live podcast episode over at Buff Brew. Our friend from Sports Talk 790, Matt Thomas, voice of the Houston Rockets, voice from the championship years to the Rockets radio voice currently. He will be joining us for a live podcast over at Buff Brew. So. Come through from 12 to 3. We will be hanging out, recording, and watching the Astros on the third level. 
So Good come stuff. through. It'll be brunch time as well. Oh, so. that's right. Yeah. I've heard I've heard great stuff. I, I I like personally I've never been a buffer. So I'm yeah. I'm so excited to get to get a, the chance and the opportunity to actually go there. Um, man, there's just so much like there's just so many great breweries out there and and I just love that we're able to to tackle and and work with so many just amazing breweries, you know, Urban South is one of them. Um, and and plenty more after that as well. Uh, I uh, more that I can't say right now, but <laughs> legally obligated I can't say right now, but uh I, you know, Buff Brew, I'm very excited to go there. So, yeah, be sure to check us out. We're, we're just going to be doing a live show. Uh, it's going to be a, a culmination of a lot of Rockets fans that are going to show up. We've already had commitments from a few uh, awesome Rockets people and Rockets fans that have already said that they're going to come. Yeah. Uh, shout-outs to Don Knock. It's going to be his birthday on the 21st. Yeah, dude, so. yeah, shout-out to Don. It's his birthday on Sunday. So, yes. everyone come through and celebrate his birthday Celebrate well. our boy. Celebrate our boy. Yep. So, there's a lot of fun stuff to do. And if you just want to listen to some good insight, good Rockets talk, uh, we're going to get Matt Thomas on live. So, and then the episode's going to be pumped out within like the next day or two. So, if y'all want to check it out, just, you know, be sure to come out. And the places, I've heard nothing but good things about the place and gather up Rockets fans together. Like, that's going to be a lot of fun. And watching the Astros, a rematch of the World Series. Let's go, man. This is going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. GM, give the rest of the plugs. Give All them the right. go home message. So, follow us on Twitter at summit s-o-m-p-o-d follow us on instagram at summit state of mind underscore p-o-d follow me on twitter and instagram at jp underscore m-i-r-a-b-u-e-n-o and follow apollo h-o-u on twitter at apollo h-o-u and i believe it's the same on Instagram, TikTok, everywhere. Shoot us a follow on all platforms, all networks, everything. Just push that follow button. Like, you know. It like does how, wonders. Yeah, just keep pushing it. Just keep pushing it. Keep pushing it. Keep pushing it. Hit the download, hit the download button, hit the subscribe button. We'd really appreciate it. So uh, also, and lastly, you can follow me as well on Twitter at SummitCommish, S-U-M-M-I-T-C-O-M-M-I. S H and to echo the sentiments of my brother, you can check us out on all where anywhere and everywhere they get your podcast. Hit subscribe on our our YouTube channel as well, where we continue to pump out uh, video content and the live content, and we can't wait to continue bringing Rockets content to you guys. We appreciate uh, you giving us your first listen in terms of Rockets content. We really appreciate it. Truly, an independent podcast from working. It really worked its way from the ground up from episode one all the way to episode one fifteen, and I love saying i love doing what we do and we have such a passion for it and i can't wait to give you 115 more on top of it and hopefully we can get to episode 250 500 and maybe one day even a thousand so we hope the way we can get there and hopefully hopefully we can win a championship before a thousand that that's the goal so <laughs> that should be the goal so let's go ahead and go home here uh we appreciate each and every one of y'all for listening to us and uh y'all have a great great rest of your week Follow us for more announcements as we continue to drop them. And we hope to see y'all on Sunday. Y'all have a good week. Take care. Go Rockets. The Summit for, 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 for Life.